0: Psalm 15 O Lord, who may abide in your tent? Who may dwell on your holy hill? Those who walk blamelessly and do what is right, and speak the truth from their heart, who do not slander with their tongue and do no evil to their friends, nor take up a reproach against their neighbors, in whose eyes the wicked are despised, but who honor those who fear the Lord, who stand by their oath even to their hurt, who do not lend money at interest and do not take a bribe against the innocent. Those who do these things shall never be moved. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verses 18 through 20. You shall appoint judges and officials throughout your tribes and all your towns that the Lord your God is giving you, and they shall render just decisions for the people. You must not distort justice. You must not show partiality and you must not accept bribes, for a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and subverts the cause of those who are in the right. Justice, and only justice, you shall pursue, so that you may live and occupy the land that the Lord your God has given you. First Peter, chapter three, verses eight through 12. Finally, all of you have unity of spirit, sympathy, love for one another, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or abuse for abuse, but on the contrary, repay with a blessing. It is for this that you are called, that you might inherit a blessing. For those who desire life and desire to see good days, let them keep their tongues from evil and their lips from speaking deceit. Let them turn away from evil and do good. Let them seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Good morning, and welcome to the third Thursday after Epiphany. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. This morning's readings are short. We have Psalm 15, all of five verses, followed by uh, a short selection from Deuteronomy 16, and finally uh, a reading from the first letter of Peter, third chapter. Uh, and in it, uh, each of them talk about um, what it means to do right and what it means to um, well, I'm, I think it doing right is about loving God. Um, but it's these selections make it sound very straightforward uh, not incredibly uh inspiring or divine um but it it's a reminder of um what is expected of us um and it it's not lofty language, but i I did notice in verse twenty of deuteronomy passage um justice allows the people to live and occupy the land that god has given them um and injustice um we can assume will uh keep them from living and occupying the land um injustice um is its own interest uh it is you you'll notice that doing justice um means that your own self-interests are subordinated to something else. Um, In the psalm, it talks about standing by your oath even to their hurt. It makes me think of the Tillman brothers, uh, Pat and Kevin Tillman, I think it's Kevin, I can't remember, Um, who both left um, um, professional sports contracts to join the Army after 9-11 because they believed that what America stood for was worth fighting for and possibly dying for. And while they were in, um, Pat had his doubts, and I think his brother did as well. Um, he began speaking with anti-war people and, and challenging himself to, um, to think more deeply about what, um, what America st- said it stood for and what America was standing for at that time. And he ended up being killed by friendly fire and having a cover-up. And I remember his brother, um, his brother um, knew that something was wrong. And even after it came out that there was a cover-up, he refused to try and get out of the military. He said that he made a promise and um, he intended to abide by the oath that he swore. And he served another, I don't know, year or two years until his contract was up. And uh, he made an oath and he stood by it even to his own hurt. Um, the other... Um, the thing about justice is that because it's its own self-interest that the um, the thing that benefits is not you. The thing that benefits is the community. Um, uh, and it's... It seems counterintuitive sometimes to do things that might go against our, our own self-interest so that others might benefit. Um, you know, the dog-eat-dog the dog mentality, the rat-race mentality would have you believe that um, if you give up a little, that you'll lose even more. You know, give somebody an inch, they'll take a mile. And that's not the way that uh, God created the world. Um, God created the world uh, in an abundance, and we believe that we have a scarcity. Uh, we believe in a zero-sum game that um, if I if I gain something, I have to take it from someone else. Or if I might lose, I have to lose something in order to gain, uh, so that somebody else gains. It makes me think, as, as a veteran, thinking about all these civil rights that we should have and don't, conversations that I get into with civilians, uh, with other people who are uh, members of vulnerable or protected classes, I've heard time and again that um, if we give veterans or service members civil rights that 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 is somehow endangering uh, the civil rights or um, the, the interests of other minorities or other vulnerable populations. We believe in scarcity, we believe in zero sum, um, and that quite frankly is not the way God created the world. Um, two things can be true at once, and two things um, can benefit there you know there can be a win win um, even though we we sometimes lose sight of um, what justice requires and what justice offers. Um, it is there for us to um, to take hold of, it, ma- it makes me think of, um, you know, if you have a mission in the military, and if you have a mission as a Christian, that mission is to, uh, to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly. Um, the, and I've, I've, I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast, but one thing that the military teaches you is that survival is not a virtue. And what I mean by that is that the purpose of life. Is not to just get ahead. The purpose of life is to become good and to do good, or to become good by doing good. The worst thing that can happen to you is not that you die, but the worst thing that can happen to you is to die an asshole. Um, because if you've done, if you've been an asshole your whole life, once you die, there's no way to change that. Um, so the mission in life uh, for Christians, and I think. Uh, for anybody and everybody because I believe that God created one world and one set of rules for everybody. The purpose of life is to do good and therefore become good, to stand by your oaths, even to to your own hurt, to not lend money at interest, um, and to uh, make sure that uh, those that we appoint above us render just decisions for everybody, to not distort justice, to not be... Uh, partial to our own, or to our, you know, our own people, our own tribes, our own interests, to not accept bribes, or to subvert justice, um, and ultimately, to to be uh, a just community by being just people, <laughs> because that's the promise of uh, a life in God. It's not just justice, but to to occupy the promise of love and fulfillment and peace and shalom by um, doing uh, justice and only justice. A prayer for courts of justice from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, who sits in the throne judging right, we humbly beseech you to bless the courts of justice and the magistrates in all this land and give unto them the spirit of wisdom and understanding that they may discern the truth and impartially administer the law in the fear of you alone. Through him who shall come to be our judge, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash first formation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month. And you can cancel it any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for pew-pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.